Hello, amazing, sexy, midlife female physicians. Welcome to midlife. It's not a crisis. It's not an emergency. It's not a death sentence. It's freedom. It's liberation. It's awakening. It's fun. Your 20s, totally overrated. 30s, grueling hard. But your 40s, 50s, 60s, that is where the magic's at. I'm your host, Sokol Palaban, MD, aka Dr. Sokol. I refuse to live the second half of my life on a rinse and repeat cycle. I'm not going to follow the same shitty rules I had to suck up in the first half of my life. So I invite you to come along for the ride. This is a podcast exclusively for midlife female physicians where you get to set your own rules and have fun doing it. I'll show you how to ditch your socialized identity and reconnect back to your awesome, authentic, badass self. You'll learn to dictate what you do do for your time and your energy. You'll make decisions from your power, not your guilt and your shame. And most importantly, you'll learn to say no, lots of no, 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 no. So come along. Let's play. Hello, soul sisters. We are back for another episode. Can I just say, y'all, that it is the end of May. That means for the year 2023, we are halfway through. That's insane to me. Time is just flying by like like crazy, like three crazy. I don't know if you're feeling it or not, but I definitely am. Okay. So a couple of things, what's going on. So let me tell you a little bit about the healing circle. We are actually halfway through at the healing circle. Our healing circle is a spiritual community for midlife female physicians that really want to take a moment to pause, understand who they are, return back to their true self, find who their true self is, and align their values with their actions. And then in doing that, find their purpose and manifest their greatest dreams. Okay. So the women in there are just phenomenal. They're hilarious. They're funny. They're 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 driven. They are they are a hundred percent in on themselves, and we are having a blast. Our next cohort starts in July. So if you're interested, go put your name on the waiting list. CPR for the souls dot com um, circle forward slash forward slash circle. And I wanted to read you a comment from one of the the phenomenal women physicians in the group that she emailed me or texted me a couple of weeks back. I had an admin day today and I had care plans, letters of medical necessity to write, 30 charts to finish. But I told myself, I'll get it done, and I made a conscious effort to put myself first. I meditated, and I danced, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Then I took a trip down memory lane from my old life for a while, now to the present moment and work, but with more gratitude and 
energy. I think this sums up beautifully some of the core teachings that we do in the healing circle. And it is that there's still a lot of crap to do in your daily life. There's always going to be a too long to-do list, right? But really giving yourself that permission to pause and do something that you love. She actually loves to dance. She used to be a a professional dancer and she hasn't danced for a really long time. So being in the circle has really has really motivated her to pick up or to start dancing again. So she's having a blast. And then the gratitude and the energy, right? When you do take a moment, when you do something that your body wants, that your body needs, and you send gratitude, then what happens to your energy? It goes up the roof. It increases. So many of us are walking around zombies because we're sitting in their sympathetic nervous system, stressed out and overwhelmed and angry about all the stuff that we have to do throughout the day that we're literally not enjoying life. That's what it comes down to. Okay. It's not even, I mean, yes, there's no fulfillment, there's no purpose, but there's no joy. We're not having fun. And in the healing circle, we put the fun back into your life. It has been a blast working with these women and we are seeing their transformation and their shifts with every uh, with every session that we meet and they are just all heart and soul and pa- Dr. Paristu and I are loving it. So if you are committed to also putting your care plans and medical necessities and charting asides and not feeling guilty about it and doing something for yourself and then being grateful and having more energy in your life, then get on the wait list. CPRforthesouls.com forward slash circle, and we will see you in July. We're going to have another free coaching session in June and then another webinar in July. So stay tuned for those. Get on the, if you get on the waiting list for the CPR for the Souls, then you will get all the information about when our free coaching session is and when our other webinars are. Okay, y'all. So let's get to the meat of the episode. So my daughter, this is insane, graduated high school last week. And I think I'm still in denial. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's sunk in. I honestly don't think it's sunk in. I went through the um, motions, (laughs) but I was totally numb and I still, a part of me is still like, whatever, okay, nothing's changed. I remember (laughs) when the kids were like, whatever, toddlers, right? Two, four, and six. And it was total chaos in our household. And we'd go out and like, I don't know, one of them is having a temper tantrum and I'm like pissed off, angry, stressed out. And I would often get like random people, and I'm sure you've gotten this too, and I would often get random people come up to me and be like, oh my God, enjoy this time because they grow up so fast. And literally at that time, I wanted to punch them. (laughs) 
<laughs> punch the person that said this because it was hard. It was hard raising kids. It's hard. It's exhausting. It's physically exhausting. It's emotionally exhausting. It's a 24-7 job. There are no breaks, no PTOs, no bonuses. But now I sit here and I am like, holy crap, (laughs) it did go by really fast. (laughs) Like, where did the time go? But I'll promise that I will, if I see another mom with a toddler struggling, trying to juggle motherhood, I will never remind them that it will go fast because it really doesn't help when you're in that moment. It doesn't help when someone tells you, please enjoy these moments. It goes by so fast. It, when you're in the trenches, it, time moves like molasses. So, okay, so she graduated high school and I want to give you some kind of like background. So I don't really get very sentimental about the different chapters of my life, right? The different phases in my life, okay? Remember, I've said this in the other podcasts is that I'm all about like, okay, cool, what's next, right? Like I'll set a goal and then I'll get there and I'll be like, okay, cool, what's next? Like I won't even, I won't even like simmer in the the celebration or the moment because I'm always future. I'm future thinking, okay? And I remember myself when I graduated for high school, there were no tears and I actually didn't have a very good, well, I mean, I had an okay high school experience, but it was not the one that I wanted to have because I wanted to be the popular kids and I wasn't. So I was like really ready to get out of there. And then I moved to college and I did college in three years. And then I didn't look back in college either. And I actually don't keep in touch with any of my good high school friends, which is sad in a sense. I know two of them now. We've reunited with two of them. They weren't my best friends, but they were one of the friends that were in my classes all the time. And they're both physicians. And one of them, it was funny. I walked into my med school class and I, like the first day of medical school, and I saw her and I was like, oh my God, what the heck? What a small world. Why are you in my class? And then the next one I met through the spiritual female community online. And so, yeah, so I, I'm, I've always had this thought of, hey, what's next? Hey, what's next? Because my brain says, and still continues to say, I've done a lot of work around this thought, is that there is better than here, right? Like where you are here is not good enough, so you better go do something else to get there because there is better than here. And so if you have that thought it really sucks the joy out of your life because you can't you can't be present when you're constantly thinking there is better than here so okay anyways so my daughter graduated and we did the whole graduation we did dinner and like the next day I woke up and I was like okay I'm gonna go grocery shopping at Whole Foods so I'm sitting in the Whole Foods parking lot I don't want to go grocery shopping I'm like totally procrastinating and I thought hey let me make a post on Facebook about her graduation and I took out my whatever phone I started typing and and the words just there it was I don't, I don't know how to explain this. This was not like intentional, conscious. You know how they talk about free flow? Okay, you know how they talk about, I, don't, I haven't talked about this, but the flow state 
to where you're just so zoned in and you're not thinking with your conscious brain or your parent brain or your toddler brain. It's just subconscious stuff, words that are coming through to you. So there was no zero planning and no, uh, no, no actual intentional thinking when I wrote this. And it, it just, I don't know, I think it was it was from something within me that needed to be said, but I didn't really consciously think that that. Does that make sense? This, this is going to be really confusing, but let me read it to you, okay? And maybe it will make sense. So this is what I wrote. As a pediatrician, I thought motherhood was going to be a breeze. How hard can it be? Of taken care of 23-week preemies, septic immunosuppressed babies, and teens with anxiety and pseudo-seizures. I've got this covered. I had planned every stage of her life during my first trimester. She was going to be on a Q3 feeding schedule. She was going to adhere strictly to her nap schedule. Bedtime was 8 p.m. sharp. She would would go to the top-rated public elementary schools. She would dress in cute pink tutus with hair bows. She would perform Persian folkloric dancing, speak Persian fluently and no how to read and write. She would be in the National Honor Society, graduate Sukum Laude, and of course be accepted into an Ivy League college. So when she came out kicking and screaming and never stopped, naturally I was pissed. She instead fed around the clock sporadically with no routine. She cried a lot unless she was held and walked. Nap time was a nightmare. It was pretty much non-existent, sporadic, short. She dropped her naps altogether at nine months. She refused to wear a dress till middle school, and her favorite activity was running outside from dusk to dawn. I could have labeled her with a zillion labels, colicky, defiant, spirited child, hyperactive, stubborn, inattentive, problematic child. And honestly, I did for 10 years. I fought hard to change her, to tame her. I refuse to accept her for who she is, but she fought back harder and tougher. She stood her ground. She refused to be molded by my limiting beliefs. She refused to accept my desires for her. She did not comply. She had her own dreams, dreams that are un. Fathomable, fathomable to me. She was confident in herself, so she kept fighting for her authentic self. She taught me to let go, to let her be, to accept her for who she is, to trust her even more 
through her mistakes, to believe her even more through her failures. So when people ask me, oh my God, how do you have the courage to start this mindfulness stuff, your podcast, CPR of the Souls, the Healing Circle? I say, I have an incredible mentor that modeled authenticity, courage, and confidence. Rest assured, this girl will be on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. And I clicked and posted. And then I stuck my phone in my co- pocket. I don't carry a purse anymore because there's been so many purse snatchings around town. So I stopped carrying a purse for a year ago. And I grabbed a cart and I went grocery shopping. Okay. Then I came back, loaded up the groceries. And I have this horrible habit. <laughs> don't do this, y'all. Of sitting in the parking lot and checking my phone before I turn on the engine and I start driving. So I grabbed my phone and, and I clicked on the post and I saw a flood of comments. I was shocked. I was literally in the grocery store for like, I don't know, 30 minutes. Like, I don't enjoy grocery store, stores. So I shop really quick. I thought, huh, what did I write that resonated so much with these women? Because when I was raising her, All the other mom friends seemed to have their shit together. Their kids were angels. So I just kept my struggles to myself and kept quiet and kept reading books after books to find solutions to change her. So I went back and I reread the post again. And this time, I read it intentionally. And as I started to read it again, tears started rushing down my face. So I'm sitting in the Whole Food parking lot, bawling my eyes out, and I kept asking myself, why are you crying? And the one thought that kept coming up was, I was trying to change her and she didn't let me. I was trying to change her and she didn't let me. She didn't let me. And all that time that she was resistant to the rigid schedules and the structured rules, she was being true to herself. She refused to abandon herself in order to please or comply with my rules. We as a society, often call those kids defiant troublemakers or problematic kids. But I've learned to now see those kids as leaders and world changers. So I say it again, children are our greatest teachers. And I want to, I want to say a quote here that's really going to summarize what my parenting journey has been. And it's by an author, a female author called named Vamala McClure. And she wrote The Tao of Motherhood. And she writes, children are mirrors. They will always show you exactly what is going on inside of you. Each 
phase of their growth is an opportunity to heal your own pain, to go deeper inside yourself and become more truly human. So to all the mothers that are raising defiant, strong-willed girls, or even boys, take this opportunity to go deeper inside, to face your pain, and to heal. And I want you to ask yourself some of these questions as you journal tonight. Who tried to change me as a kid? Who tried to tame me as a kid? Who didn't accept me as I am? What decisions would I have made differently if I had trusted myself despite what anyone said? How would my life be different if I believed in myself even if no one else did? These are the deep questions that we work with in the healing circle because the healing circle is all about going inside yourself. It's all about finding the pain and the suffering that you're living with. And every single one of us is living with pain and suffering to different degrees. And then going deeper inside and recognizing those wounds, seeing them, identifying them, validating them, and by doing so, returning back to our authentic self so we can once live in alignment with who we truly are and we can trust, once again, trust ourselves, accept ourselves, and believe in, in ourselves no matter what the world tells us, no matter what our partner tells us, no matter what our kids tell us, no matter what our teenagers tell us, and then manifesting our dream life from a place of authenticity and alignment and congruence. So if you're ready to make that shift, or you're ready to take that step, we are here for you. We have created this community. It is safe. It is loving. It is spiritual. And I hope to see you there in July. CPRforthesouls.com forward slash circle. Sign up, get on our waiting list. I love you guys. I want to ask you for a favor. <laughs> These three teenagers, my husband and I are driving to Colorado in about four days. Please send us some good vibes and prayers. This is our first road trip. It is going to be a long one, 15 plus hours. And I don't know what I'm going to do sitting in a car with three teenagers for 15 hours. I'm going to have a lot of stories to tell y'all when I come back. But have an amazing week. It is gorgeous in Houston. Go outside, walk in nature, sit by a creek, hug your dogs, take an Epsom salt bath, do whatever feeds your soul. Because honestly, your kids will be fine. Your kids will be fine. You have to just let them go, accept them for who they are, trust them through their mistakes, and believe them even more through their failures. Love you guys. 
Want to learn to live authentically and make your own rules? First, subscribe and listen to this weekly podcast. Second, set up a consult with me at drsogol.com, D-R-S-O-G-O-L.com. Stop wasting your time on others and start doing things for yourself. Who cares if they call you selfish? Would you rather be selfish and happy or selfless and miserable? It's your choice. 